Ender Brady is our UK correspondent. Ender, this is so dodgy that Prince Charles was taking cash donations, don't you think? In a suitcase, Heather. In a suitcase. I mean, it's staggering. And the denominations, by the way, were so it was a million euros in a suitcase handed over by a Qatari politician who's a sheikh. It was done in person. He turned up to see Charles with a suitcase with one million euros. And they were in the old 500 euro denomination, which uh, police previously used to call the Bin Laden because it was linked to terrorism. This is how terrorists used to move cash around. I mean, look, there's no suggestion that this guy, the Qatari guy, in any way dodgy whatsoever. It, It just shows the kind of lack of any sort of thought from Charles that this wouldn't get, it wouldn't make the newspapers and that it wouldn't look completely dodgy. Um, The cash went straight to Charles's charity. So he's been doing up this property in Scotland through money from the Prince of Wales Foundation. And that's where he went to. And this Qatari guy ended up giving him close to around 4 million NZ dollars in total. But um, the palace now say, Charles, from now on, will not accept any cash donations. But um, someone, someone rocking up with a suitcase with a million in it in 500 notes, you couldn't make it up and he's the future you know king. Can you explain something to me, Inda? Why are people not more outraged by this? Because honestly, if, 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 it was, if he was the prime minister, people would be horrified. So why are people not cross? Look, we've got a prime minister who hosted parties in number 10 Downing Street during lockdown while we weren't allowed to have a cup of coffee together. So... Yeah. Uh, it's one of the mysteries of this country and I say that as someone who has lived here since I was 17 and starting university and uh, it's quite amazing but there we are I mean number 10 Downing Street was the most fined address for COVID breaches in two years of a pandemic you could not make this place up sometimes Um, The UK port staff being, being bribed by cocaine gangs are they getting cash in suitcases as well? Well, this is really interesting. So we've had, on the face of it, parliamentary committees can be quite dry affairs. You have to sit through hours of them to get that little piece of information. Step forward, the Director General of the National Crime Agency, Steve Rodhouse is his name. He's been giving evidence and he was asked about the rise in cocaine use across the UK. So we're similar to yourselves, an island nation. Drugs have to get here from somewhere because cocaine is not produced in this country. So the bottom line is, we now learn, one in 37 adults in the UK last year used cocaine regularly. That equates to 100 plus tonnes of the drug, costing somewhere in the region of $22 billion. It's a multi-billion dollar industry. And this guy from the National Crime Agency has said that he has strong suspicions border staff at the UK ports are being bribed by criminal gangs to turn a blind eye and to let these nefarious drugs into Britain. Um, You should imagine it shouldn't be too difficult for the police to kind of join up the dots and see who's driving the nice cars and earning, you know, an average wage working in a port and is holidaying in the Caribbean because (laughs) the the cash is going somewhere. You should be a cop, Indy. You're on to it. What's that? My dad was. Oh, well, there you go. It's in the blood you've obviously inherited. Um, Listen, uh, Captain Tom, who we all love, his charity is being investigated, but why? So this is the Charity Commission. Uh, They have launched a statutory investigation. It's the most serious form of investigation that they can do. Now, the Captain Tom Foundation, there is a company that's been set up uh, away from the charity by his daughter, Hannah. 
and they have registered the Captain Tom name for everything from gin to beer to wine to lunch boxes and water bottles. And by registering the name, it appears that they've made somewhere in the region of 1.5 million NZ dollars. And there, there's lots of questions that the Charity Commission have between, you know, the family and links to the charity and this other company. So it, it's not a good look considering how loved this guy was. I mean, Captain Tom, I did his commentary live on TV for the funeral, and it was an extremely emotional day. Just the outpouring of love and affection for a man who inspired so many people during lockdown by still going at 99, turning 100 years of age, doing 100 laps of his backyard. He raised $75 million for the health service, and uh, I'm not sure he'd be very proud of some of the headlines today in the papers. No, it's unfortunate. Enda, it's good to talk to you. Talk to you again next week. Enda Brady, our uh, correspondent out of the UK.